Okay. Okay, we're on the last page of your handout. I want to finish off uh, one part of the paragraph from the last column on page five. Again, Ramesha is putting out before us the shita on halach lamaisa, how much can you leave for your chusam and your neshama versus how much to leave for the kids. We already saw shitas of Dalazuzim, which is the lower end. We saw shitas in Ramesha at a certain year of $1,000, updated later 20%. I mentioned to you their shitas at 50%. And Ramesha now discusses this particular case where the two children, there were two out of three sons, Nebuch, who were not from at all. And Ramesha started quoting the Gemara that the famous Gemara, this is the, the one source for everything of being the Isser being Mavanachle, I shouldn't call it an Isser. Referred to as an Isser, quote unquote, but it's Chal. And it's advice, and it says, Enwil which is serious. And Shmuel told his Talmud Rabbi Huda, don't even have any chalik in it, to be Mavanachle, me Brabisha. Brabisha is a bad child. Even take away from a bad child. So, what's Brabisha? How do you define that? So the Mechaber we saw already said, even if he's not Bechavadik, you would think that's the first reason to take it away. He's not acting right toward his parents. That's not enough of an excuse. He's not so from. question is what habits. He's completely off Nebuch. Is that included? And now Ramesha speaks to that. The very last column, page 5, is Gimel. Hadin ba'avuri achsanasa mibanin mumrim l'chal Shabbos, which is this case, unfortunately. No, means they're not great, they're not good. So Amesha limits that. He's not so adaptic, he's not so from. He's basically a maimon. And Machanach is Bonavoleches, the Teres Hashem, Elishma Mitzvah. Remember, and I don't, I always felt this was the Pshat in the Gemara. Ramesh is one of the few I see puts it in print. I don't know if anybody argues, but Ramesh says the word Pashat and he, he's going to prove it. The Gemara says, why shouldn't you take it away? The kid doesn't deserve it. He's not being respectful. The answer is, you never know what's going to happen in the next generation. You never know. The grandchildren might be very from. No. So if it's a guy who is not really that from, but he's going to send these kids to Yeshiva, then there's a good chance the children will be fine. As Ramesha says, then he'll probably have good kids down the line. Even a Meiser, the worst of the worst. But he's a from Meiser. He's a Meiser who turns people over to the government to get them in trouble and responsible for the disappearing of their money and sometimes their health and welfare and life. But he holds himself to be from, he still uh, holds himself to be a maimed, there's something very wrong with this guy. And he goes to shul, famous maimed with the Moser, always they knew he's coming to shul in Yom Kippur, and then they, when he walked in by Kalanitre, they asked him if he went to the mikveh, yet he said, not, not yet, and they took him to the mikveh, and they took him to the mikveh. And he never, that was the way of getting rid of maimed. Uh, we won't elaborate on that. But even, even a Moser, Maisha says, even to Hunizer, B'tavarim, Shavadon, Lamakom, Machanach, Ezbanov, Lotar, Vimitzis. Lamaisa, even if he's chrome, he holds himself to be from enough, he's going to send him to Yeshiva. So then the kids, the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, stand the chance. Maybe there'll be good zera. However, in our case, if a mummer who's completely off, he's machal shas v'hesia, but even all these Syria Italian, he's over and everything doesn't keep anything. They're not sending the kids to Yeshiva. Endless topic, bazar ma'alia. He says, why should you be misupik? 
it can happen, but it's 1%, half a percent, 2%, quarter of a percent, whatever it is. It's not any, anywhere near the threshold of Miyat HaMatzli. So the Gemara wouldn't be cheshish for it. So then if you want to take the money away because it doesn't deserve it, so take it away. Now I should hold this as a push of the Svar. But, what? Yeah, that's usually the last thing to go. Nowadays, it's, uh, it's on par because they don't think there's anything wrong with it. But, but, yeah, yeah, but here, his two sons, there's a granddaughter in this case that married out, but the two sons are just Machal Shazvahes, you know, not from him. She says it doesn't apply over here. This is a very important, I'll explain to you why this is important for other reasons in a minute. You can. He says the Isser being Mavranachala, mi Brabisha, is only a Brabisha who's, who's not a good kid. He's not respectful, he's not so from, he's not so matagde, but, but he's, uh, he holds himself to the orthodox. He sends his kids to some, some yeshiva. But that is totally yeah, that's, that's what he's saying. There's no problem. Right, right. So, and Moshe says this is Pasha. <coughs> I, always, I always felt this way intuitively, um, but uh, before I told this tshuva, I, uh, I didn't say anybody said it. It could be there are others who say it, and it could be somebody disagrees, but they're going to have to really come up with a reason why to disagree, because Mechate said there should be B'nai Mali down the line. Uh, Why would Chazal be concerned about that possibility? We know statistically it's off the charts in terms of the low probability of it. He says, forget Stalker, which already amounted to the tune of 80% or more. Uh, you can even stop giving away. Rashai, Veruach, Chamnechem, has no problem. Vagam Zachal, Latayv, Ramosh, yeah, better, don't give him the money. You can use it for our favors and misuse the money and go out and eat at McDonald's and who knows what, what for? Shebezeh, one more line, Shebezeh, Leyiflug, Al Rashbag, Rashbag, and this Gemara says, Ana Barbisha, Zachal, Latayv, and they're about to argue. So he said, What's Machaikis? Machaikis is the guy basically holds all the old tax. He's not a duck take. No, you never know what's happening. The grandchildren, Rashbag says, Even him, forget it. He says, here, the Rabbana agreed to Rashbag. The guys are, what's the chance of... The... Now, we all know about the Jew, the parents, grandparents, great-grandparents weren't from, but that's Echad uh, Me'elof, who make it through. That's not a common scenario. Why would Chazal be worried about it? Yeah. I don't think that just came to the road for a will because he came in and asked me some questions about Yeah. It. And I told him, you might want to think about not leaving to children that completely are off the table. There's not in the game. No, it... Well, it could, at the time it could, of the bequeathing, it could be... It, uh, yeah. Anything Chassashamp can happen, but you don't have to be cheshish. I think it would be insulting for kids if they open up a will. I'm talking about kids that are Hashem, our children. Let me tell you something. It's, it's, it's amazing how some people like being pessimistic. Whenever I say this Barabim, which I'm doing now, one child, Rahman Islam, Leilan, off a derech, is one too many. Let me say that disclaimer. Disclaimers never get me anywhere, but that's a disclaimer. And it's definitely a problem. If you look at the yeshiva system, just do the numbers yourself. Or what the yeshiva? Look at all the kids in class. Out of a class of twenty or twenty-five, how many are still from? It's uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the mic didn't pick that up. Uh, in, a, in a good, solid yeshiva. That's right. That's right, Shimmy. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, so do the. I, I tell you this. Just run, run the numbers. It's over. It's, it's zicha over 90%. You want to be a bigger pessimist? 80%? It's zicha over roiv. I think it's over... I, I'm just telling you what I, I tell people. First, I take, take this lesson. 8th grade, 12th grade, 2nd grade, Just do the numbers. The right? The people, The way people, some people talk. It's like everybody, like half the people are falling away. It's just not true. 
No, one second, one second, one second. So, so I think Hayes, the probability is on your side with a good chinuch and a good stable house. Um, to put in a will, dear children, I want you to do good things and give them all your musr and all your yashkafa and to use the money for good things. And by the way, if you're off the derech and you marry out, I'm really going to be angry and you don't deserve any of this. I think even just reading this, I have a man going to be insulted. I, I don't think you can write that in the will. That's why I didn't suggest it. <laughs> I just think that the probability is too low. Sometimes these conversations unfortunately come up in my own house, not the will, the pulling off the desk, because unfortunately there are people and you talk to kids about it, and I'm like, yeah, that would ever happen. Yeah, I, I would disown it. Well, Rabbi Schwab, Rabbi Schwab used to tell about his father, but you can't say this today, it's not politically correct, and but whatever, this is a long schmooze, but he used to say it to say it when he got to the Arabonim, that if anybody is the fourth, I uh, love a Kosh Baruch more. That's right. Yeah, but you can't, I, I'm telling you, I've said over the story, and boy, you'd hear the rush, okay, you can't say that. Yeah, I, so I'm telling you, Rabbi Schwab said this over, said every single year. I'm coming from the Chasna of Shemin Schwab, okay? Tonight, okay. So, so I'm just uh, yeah, but but I'm just telling you, uh, you understand it, yeah, but you know, a kid is struggling. It's a you can't, uh, you know. Right, right. But I do understand. I'm involved in a lot of these you know, kids are rich child. I do understand that that that's the MS. But Lamais in today's generation, often when things are going on, there's often there's some pain and issues behind it, and therefore if you say that, it's not going to help matters. So you're saying so, that the Rav is only writing this for kids that he already knows is off the there when he writes No, Ramesha would say it also. I'm just saying, you're asking me, is it an Eitzah Teva to your will, a Sif Katan? By the way, uh, if any of you are not from, you don't get a penny. Right. Should you even bavern that? So, I say, so I'm saying this, the statistics are so much in your favor. You've got to know each family. But, but, but if by the time, you, you know, by the time if somebody reaches Mr. Shem older age, he sees the basic derech everybody's going. There's no reason it can be in a very insulting line, very condescending, and I don't see a need to put it in unless there's some red flag. And even with the red flag, then you have to know there are those who would say, and I'm not saying there's a wrong argument, that if you do that, then the kid's certainly not coming back. So you would say, okay, but Rabbi Schwab would hold, or, you know, so what? But in today's day and age, this is a debatable point. That, that, I'm not saying Rabbi Schwab, what Rabbi Schwab's father says is the better point. I'm saying you have to know where to apply in these circumstances. And I know that uh, I'm going to go back to the Drush of the Shabbos, my Drush of the Shabbos. And when I say it here, it's times many, many, many hundreds of more. And people take one line out of what I'm saying. So please, whoever's watching this, don't misquote. It's the MS is, as you're saying, you have to know where it has to be tweaked and how it has to be said in each particular situation. That's why I don't advise it be a standard line. And things not necessary. In the 1940s, when never most of the people talk, we're going off there. In the 1930s and 20s, then maybe. But over here, by this time, this guy died. They were already off, so he'd have to put the line in. He, he just gave everybody, gave all three sons a thousand dollars. No one really discusses because technically you're not leaving for the wife, but people do leave for the wife. Can there be clauses? That basically say if she would marry a belly I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's the same thing. I don't think you have to be chayshish for that, especially the wife. The wife is older and more mature than the kids. If she was married to you for 75 years let's and she was okay with that, why would she go marry a guy? That's very about, unlikely. What? Let's say it's talking about a case like this. A case like this, you're not. You're a little suspect of who your wife is or something like that. So you could write clauses like that in there too. Yeah, not, yeah. The problem is that gets more complicated. So let me let, let me tell you. The, the the wife and the daughter don't yashimi deraisa, but the minute today is that they include them because people get uh, there's kinna, there's machlekes, there's not. The wife. I'm dealing with a case now. The wife gets a lot of money, not mitam yusha, because an almana has a right 
to live in the house, and the children have to support her. This is a Tanakh Suba. Children have to support her from the estate. Uh, means they've got to be careful not to use it up. How we, how we control that is a serious logistical question. But she can live, she's young, or even if she's older, people living older today, not just the house. They can't throw her out of the house. Rent, uh, she's not paying electricity. Well, he was that he married a woman like probably 20 years younger. Okay, I'm saying, but even... He wants to leave her the income from the trust, but not the principal. That's fine, depends how big the trust is. But I'm saying, but listen, listen to what the support is. This is without an official Yerusha. She gets to live in the house rent-free. You've got to pay gas, electric, all the utilities, and food! And major medical. If depends if it's a short term or a short long term. They're, they're actually machabas about this and Ebenezer. That's a lot of money. That's and the kids have to budget for this. It's not her Yerusha. It's not her money. So I'm saying the trust is not her. It's I not her money. Say. You can leave Yerusha by doing the Kenyan we spoke about of that twenty eight million dollars is a shibud and otherwise they can live. But it's not. She doesn't get a Yerusha. She gets the ksuba and this is the tonight ksuba. I'm dealing with a couple of cases now where there's a concern that she's not being left enough. And it won't even cover the Tanakh Suba. And that's it, because it can add up to a lot of money. And that's the, uh, and the question is, based in today, the, the good news is, if you have two B'nai Terra going to Basin, they really want to know the M, is Basin can do a lot. They can pass in the Din. If you have one person that doesn't want to listen, we're in a democracy, and Basin has no power. That power, if it's not an arbitration agreement, you can take it to secular court. But the problem is, the kids get the Yerusha, I'm, my concern in these cases is, are they leaving enough, are they budgeting enough before they take a cruise, whatever they're doing in the money, are they budgeting enough to, for the next 20, 30 years, what they're doing with their mother, you might be a guest, but it's their mother, they wouldn't, well, I've had cases even with the mother, they have they're going to give her money, but then it becomes a shilom, how much money should we give her, which is ridiculous, because it's the mother, and like, they're judging whether or not, I had a case, in, in, well, it doesn't make sense where it was. I had a case somewhere in the tri-state area uh, where she was living in the house where she lived her whole life. Nice six-bedroom house, empty nest, kids moved out, and the house was worth a lot of money. So the kids wanted to sell it. So they said, Mom, you want to go to Miami? So she said, no. Says we got a gorgeous condo there right on the water. She said, no, I like it here. And they kept going back to it over and over and over again. And then she called me. And she said, you know, they make me feel a little guilty that I call them and give them a mishaberich. You didn't hear me screaming from the uh, chutzpah. This, their mother wasn't even a stepmother. I have cases like this with a stepmother, which is also not. It's Tanakh Subin's his wife. It doesn't make a difference. This is their mother. And so they started telling me the same chad gadia. He says, it's so nice in Florida. Why do you want to live in New York? The winters are horrible. They give me a whole... I said, you don't have to explain to me why... You're not asking if I want to go to Florida. You're asking... Your mother wants to go. You asked her that already. She doesn't want to go. Of course she doesn't want to go. She has all her friends around the corner. Why she doesn't want to go? I have a friend that has a very wealthy shirt. Unfortunately, his mother passed away. And he was about to get married again. Right. But the prenup said she has to be out of the house after eight months of something happening. Can that be That's... Yeah. That's not... But Davisha, a moment tonight, Kayam... It has to be written uh, very well. <laughs> Luckily, I, there are ways to do it, uh, but um, the prenup is important. I'm not into on the second one. Yeah, the prenup. Yeah, the second marriage of prenup is important. We don't do the prenups of the first marriage. That old machlekes, but right. let's do it. But the prenup of the second one is important because there are assets that you don't want to pull. She has grandchildren. Got, but but this aspect is a new one. Uh, but there's a way to do it. I don't know if they did it right. Beautiful mansion. And they just, uh, yeah, okay. There's a way to do it. Yeah.
I mean, maybe the next Sogi after Stockholm should be Yerusha, but I think we're covering a lot of it, you know. So we'll, uh, anyway, that's our Moshe's right. Our Moshe holds it doesn't apply to a uh, Brabisha. It's really a Brabisha, and therefore um, it's not Nagay over here. Okay, let's go back to your... Uh, you know, we'll give out the next copy. Uh, we, I was gonna, we'll go back to the uh, Sefer next week. They have the Ramah on this copy, so um, we'll start with this. Yeah, yeah, but you have Ramah. I just one line of the Ramah I want to focus on, so it's, uh, it's the next part of the Ramah we're up to. And he'll just talk on. What was that? Mishabez for who? Mishabez. Yeah. 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 Where? <laughs> yeah, that was Lashes Haginar. Uh, it's the same one. It is? It should have here the Shach, page Kufn and Zion in the front. Did I give that out? Oh, sorry. The same one. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, this one. What was that? Of course. We have uh, Gabon, but I gave him the wrong material, so that's uh, not. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I did not dab Marv yet, but I assume maybe coming to Chazan didn't dab either. So we'll have a okay. Are they dab there? Yeah. Okay. Shragi, you dab already? Do not. Okay. So maybe just in a few minutes when we end, just tell them to hold up because I'm going to be uh, coming down when we. Uh... Okay. This next sugya, each line of the Ramah is a separate sugya. Uh, this next sugya is just as major. Uh, see the bracket in the center of the page. Ain lasas b'sitah mama. Ain lasas me ma'isa shalod dvar mitzvah. You cannot use ma'isa money for mitzvahs. It's already everybody's looking up. <laughs> that sounds uh, challenging. Okay, so uh, it's interesting because you read this part of the Ramah, you never know. Did people assume that was the pasha? Yes, no. Uh, so the Ramah says you can't use ma'isa for dvar mitzvah. And there's a big machlek is what this Ramah means. The Shach and the Taz bring Mekilim. We're gonna, we're gonna, when we get back to the Bade, we're going to go through this. Um, and they hold that it can be used for a mitzvah that is not necessarily a Dabr Shabbat which we'll get into. The Baragayla, which we're going to read first right here in this Naf, holds, you have to read it slowly, but basically he's saying it's not really machlek, it's the Ramah and the Shach. And the Shach just bring the Shita that the Ramah was alluding to. And no, so the Talmud Torah, no, so that's the difference. The Talmud Torah is, when we spoke about Yisroch Hasvul and things like that, you're supporting a young man who is a, a needy person for food and rent, so you're getting Staka and Hazak Zatera in the same package. Tuition? That's the Milo. Tuition we're going to discuss at length, and, and uh, the Ramah's examples... No, the so song laws also depends how it's packaged, and we're going to see that for the next couple of weeks because Sam Sefer, when he argues on this, Baragayla is going to discuss a case with the song law. So we will, uh, we will discuss it. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it's uh, next, next week's chasna. Next week's chasna. We got away. It's only one a week. Uh, okay, take a look at the Baragayla. The, the Ramah, by the way, the Hemshech of the Ramah over here is interesting. He says you shouldn't use it for the Mitzvah, like buying Santa Claus and buying the right to walk down the chasna Nakala. It's interesting. Santa Claus is a big schus, and there were people who were active to buy the right to be a Sunday, which is not that prevalent today, because usually they have a, a grandfather, a father, a rov. Sometimes the father takes it. The minig, though, is that the Santa gives a gift. 
sometimes a sizable one, whatever you can afford for being Sandik, because the Sandik is a tremendous chus, and everybody knows the few schoolers for Ashiras that are really in print are, are real, um, well, at least according to our mother, Amman, Hochaz Mila, quotes that it's Daimit uh, to Keteris, and the person sitting with the baby on them is like the Mizbech, like bringing Mach to the Keteris, and we know from Chazal that they used to make a lottery for the chance of bringing the Keteris, that thousands and thousands of Kainim, and once you won once, you can't get into the lottery again because there's a school for Ashiris, and they wanted to spread around the wealth. So each Kayan, and over a lifetime, a Kayan might not win because there's so many tens of thousands of Kayan. And Sandakalis is, is like as is, Daimon is to the Kateris, so therefore the Sandakalis is the school of Farashiris. Um, that's why people want it. It's Mitesh Lashma, Balashma, but it happens to be a big school just for the mitzvah. And people used to buy it. The guy over there argues and says that he doesn't think it's a school of Farashiris. The guy himself probably had to be Sandakalis in Vilna, and he was as poor as a synagogue mouse, if not poorer. And. Um, that's not why he said a shita, just held it wasn't a skula. The famous mice is they asked uh, the stipler, uh, who had also every Sandakos and Bnei Barakamat, uh, for Sis Chaznish, that was a stipler. I mean, you had Rabshach, Rabshulavlaski, it was a, a few Gedalim who, who got the bulk of it. And they asked him, uh, the stipler was also extremely poor, and he kept it that way. I was by the stipler. And you should see what happens when I wanted to overpay for his farm. Boy, was it a, did I get a Mishaberach? <laughs> That's too much of on one night. Uh, he did, was not interested, and he would never sell you. You walked in. I walked in with two friends. He asked me what I'm learning now and what I'm learning next month. Two kilos yankas. It wasn't sold in the store. It was like he was trying not to make money on it. And I wanted to be behind him, first of all, and I wanted a bunch of kilos yankas. He wouldn't sell me more than two. Mamish signed bets. He wouldn't sell me more than two. So, um, so anyway, they asked him uh, what happened to the school of the Ramah. So he looked, he said, well, what are you talking about? Did you see my son Rechaim? So he defined Ashiris can be defined, that's a great story. He defined, defined Ashiris in cash or Nachas. I think as mature adults, we'd buy the Nachas quicker than we buy the cash, hopefully. Um, so that was his comment. So the Ramah was talking about buying these mitzvahs, and I guess we'll get to the Baragola on, on Monday.